Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining us right now from the GM meetings down in Florida, it is uh, Andy Martino uh, of SNY. And Andy, how are we doing tonight? Everything good? Doing fine, guys. How you guys? How you guys doing this evening? Yeah, everything's great, and we know uh, you know some of the news today: uh, Shohei Otani and and Sandy Alderson expressing interest from the Mets, but also you know a little uh, reality as well. Um, I, I'm curious if you were the Mets and you were trying to convince Shohei Otani to suit up for the Mets rather than say the Yankees or the other 28 teams around baseball, right? If, if money's not going to be the deciding factor here, what would be your pitch? Maybe you could tell them you're the Yankees and see if it works at the same <laughs> NY. <laughs> the, the Yankees have cachet, and as do I think the Dodgers are probably the two teams uh, globally that have those kind of iconic brands, and that's, that's that would be tough to match, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see, is a serious answer, Pete, it'll be interesting to see if he prefers the AL or the NL. We don't know that yet. As a guy who wants to be a two-way player, you could kind of see both approaches. He'd like to hit on days that he's pitching versus he'd like to be able to DH. So that's one thing uh, that they could try to figure out. And then, like this, I, I, I was talking to agents today. Uh, we talked to Alderson at length about it, some other people in baseball. And this is going to be the most interesting negotiation ever because the agents, more so than the teams, have to come up with revenue for this guy because he's going to be making as low as maybe like a couple hundred grand when he's worth tens of millions of dollars. So what it comes down to is like, okay, uh, this is a hypothetical, but like let's say the Dodgers have a business partnership with the Japanese corporation that can offer Otani millions of dollars in an endorsement uh, of Japanese, uh, I don't know, whiskey or something. And so it's like, how can this guy earn his revenue? That's why like if the Minnesota Twins had $5 million to spend, on this say they don't but i'm just making that up the minnesota twins can give him the most money and the mets and the dodgers have like less money to give him and their spending pool that that won't matter because there's more endorsement opportunities internationally in new york and la so the new york market is the big advantage and the existence of the yankees in the new york market is probably the biggest disadvantage if that makes sense yeah it does andy but it doesn't mean that he wouldn't come to the mets as you mentioned american league national league maybe he likes mickey calloway more than whoever the yankees decide to name their manager point is what's the harm in going for it? i mean the mets have nothing to lose here they this is the one scenario i was telling Pete before where you actually can go out there and say you know what we tried he, he didn't choose us it's as simple as that they have to do it what, what, what's the negative to, to going out there trying to get this guy here so i think that that logic applies to 30 teams though, right like i'm not down i'm just saying like how could you be a major league team and not be interested in this guy sure he doesn't cost anything so if, if there's any my reaction to the news that the mets were involved in this uh was what took so long and no you know what because <laughs> like how could they who, who is it um as far as downside i actually thought alderson made a good point today he said um, the downside is raising fan expectation because I think that uh, similar to what we saw during like Carlos Santana and Lorenzo Cain mania on Twitter yesterday mm-hmm. for people who follow it that closely, it's like 
people do get excited and then things don't have as much likes to them and that's tough but uh yeah that's the only downside I, I, there's every team should be in the market for Otani it's the biggest no-brainer that I've ever seen in free agency to what extent do you hear or do you think Otani could be a two-way player and live up to that Babe Ruth of Japan moniker the scouting on him is actually Pete that he is potentially a top of the rotation starter and a guy who might be able to hit enough to be a big league uh, like a, a position player as well, everyday player. Um, talking to Alderson a little today was kind of interesting because that's his impression. But I, I asked him like, "Well, would it be weird if he like was a an ace or a number two, but like still needed minor league time as a hitter?" So there's definitely potential for some difficult stuff here if he wants to do both. Another thing is I don't know if people realize how much work starting pitchers do every day to get ready for they study opposing hitters they study video they go through the throw day they work with the pitching coach just to get ready for their start and then the hitter is working with the hitting coach looking at video looking at video of opposing pitcher so it's like how do you do it's like having two jobs it would be like being on wr and sny now it's not (laughs) yeah it's an impossibility you can't do that subway right away as someone who seems to sell like run out of this last block of daily news lives to get to OR and make a time. <laughs> we're, That's we're, what it would be like for Otani, trying to do two gigs at once. We're talking with SNY's cleanly shaven, Andy Martino. Who, I sorry? like the look, by the way. Do I you? usually prefer the beard, but uh, I, I, it looked good to I clean shaven. I can't get used to it. I, I can't <laughs> get used to it. And how are you adjusting to that? <laughs> well, the goal was to make sure that Pete McCarthy was physically attracted to me. So <laughs> that I, should I, always I, be the goal. Yeah, that's that's been achieved. Um, I like it, man. I, trimming that beard's a pain. You'll find it, Sal. If you're still growing that thing, and like, it, it, it becomes more of a job than Very difficult. every couple of days. Very I difficult. Get that trimmed up right, and I'm sure I've been on TV many times with like ugly, weird gaps in it because I trimmed it wrong. So it's kind of it's like stress free. Plus, um, like when I grew it, it's not to belabor this too much, but it's as Kirk Gowdy at SMY told me I looked like I was like 12 years old on the air years ago. So I was like, well, I better do something about that. And now I'm actually old, so I don't have to look old. I am old, mm. you know. So that's, I'm still, that's, yeah. that's really with that. I'm still trying to get used to it. Uh, as I mentioned, we're talking with Andy Martino. All right, uh, I know you're shooting down every single name that has been brought up. Carlos <laughs> Santana, Lorenzo Kane. I'm Debbie Downer. Yeah, well, no, I, and I know you're being realistic here, but at some point they got to add some players here. Um, you know, you talked with Alderson. You think they're close to something? I know they have a plan. Is the plan going to excite the Met fans at all? I'm excited just to hear that they're even rumored to be interested in some mm-hmm. of these names, but can they get one of them? I mean, give, give me your thoughts on that. Well, the trouble with how this stuff works, you know, is that um, you're going to meet with every agent, and then those agents are going to take you inside how the sausage is made here. There's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with it. any reporter did. Jerry Krasnick was the one that reported they met with Kane's agents, and I don't remember who was first about Santana, maybe John Heyman. They were right. Uh, but then everyone's, like, fitting them for pinstri- pinstripes, you know? <laughs> and it's like, it's a meeting. So then it's my job it's my job or other reporters' job to, like, work our sources and be like, well, okay, but can you characterize, like, the likelihood of this? And for reasons, I think, that have to do with, with their, how their roster is constructed and how they want to spend their, their resources that they have, uh, first base is not a position where they're going to add. Uh, you know, if you're excited about something, get excited about Dominic Smith's cell. No, come on. That, that's not true. I was excited that Alderson <laughs> no, said he didn't win over the job. Uh, yeah, no, I, Sandy was sending a message there, uh, obviously. 
and I'm sure the message was received, uh, not just his performance, but his conditioning. Uh, for a young guy to be a little heavy like that is, is not a good look when he first comes up to the big leagues. Um, yeah, look, they, they don't love Smith. They would trade him if somebody wanted him, but like everyone else sees the same thing. So I don't know how much value there is there unless he was a, a throw in on another, like a bigger kind of trade package. Um, so when I hear what about, like, well, when, when Mets people say these things about Smith and I ask what the alternative is, the name I hear is Wilmer Flores. So get excited about that, boys. Well, what about you know first base outfielder type like uh, Jay Bruce, Logan yeah. Morrison? Then you, you could cover yourself in right field with Conforto and Cespedes' injuries. Conforto could play center field for a season, and you, you cover yourself for Dom Smith too. Yeah, that's what they want to do exactly, uh, and and they see it like they've got Lagares in center, um, and and Conforto can play some center too uh, if if he returns, <laughs> when he returns, what kind of shape he's in. But yeah, they feel like they're better off at center than probably at the corners. Uh, so, yeah, and, and and that goes for first and third base, too. They've got his Drupal Cabrera, who they're okay with at third. And and the thing about third base, too, is that David Wright is still being paid a premium to play there. That's not just a Matt payroll thing. Any team would have trouble, I think, paying a Bustakis and a Wright at the same time to play the same position. So, anyway, they're kind of a little bit more locked in at the corner infield positions and could use a little bit more help in the outfield, specifically the corner outfield position. So, yes, Pete, for sure. Uh, I, I would think more of a Logan Morrison uh, or an Adam Lind type than a Jay Bruce, but uh, positionally, yeah, that, you're you're right on for what they're thinking. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like let's say Logan Morrison or Jay Bruce. So I doubt Jay Bruce is coming back, and then right, I don't a, think so either. Then a bullpen arm. Uh, are they going to add a starter potentially? Maybe, but it's a lower priority. The bullpen arm is the top thing. They need a second baseman, uh, in their opinion. And then, and then the well, is, is that going to happen? What are some of the second base names? Other than, I mean, the ones we've thrown out there, is that realistic at all? Whether it's Gordon or Kipnis or making a move, mm-hmm. Dozier? I mean, what, what are we looking at at second base here? Well, those names, I think Kipnis is probably the most likely. I think it, it, it's still developing. Uh, Alderson made the point yesterday. He said, you know, we didn't see Neil Walker as an option until a couple hours before he made that trade. Uh, so that, that'll that unfold. Different teams that they communicate with will you know, figure out what they want to do. And uh, I do think that they're probably trade for a second baseman. Uh, who it's going to be, it's, it's legitimately too early to say. Very rarely does something like that happen in mid-November, pre-Thanksgiving. But, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll trade for a second baseman. All right, Andy Martino, uh, Andy Downer Martino sometimes. Uh, <laughs> that's why. Andy, well, you know, that's the, that's the cross bear as a reporter. You can, you find out the truth, and you tell people, and they don't like it. But you know what? That's the job. Was Andy? Was there anything out of those GM meetings that you learned and w- were surprised by? Uh, good question. Uh, you know, I was. I one thing. I it, it was not Met related, but I thought it was really interesting today. I was standing there when Derek Jeter was was holding court as an owner, and I don't know if you guys saw any of this, but mm-hmm. he was asked repeatedly about communicating with Giancarlo Stanton. And he kept saying, no, why would I? Why would I do that? Unbelievable. I was talking about trade rumors. He goes, finally, he was pressed. And he goes, well, you know, Mike Hill, the GM, called him. And I just thought it was really interesting that Jeter is asserting his power as an owner. Like, he's looking at us, asking the questions. Like, why would I, an owner, call a player? <laughs> like, you know, like, would a CEO call a guy that works in the mailroom? I mean, that was his vibe. 
which I thought was interesting how much he, and those are to, to, two totally different places to be, obviously, player and owner, different sides of the power spectrum. And he certainly seems to be wearing the power of the owner thing uh, very comfortably, very quickly. I mean, Jeter was never a guy that uh, lacked for self-confidence. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought the Stanton thing was interesting that he was putting himself at an arm's length and showed you that he's not afraid to or self-conscious at all about that role as an owner. It was really interesting. You would have thought so, too, if you were here. Watching Derek Jeter, who I covered as a player, and we all saw as a player really recently, here in a suit as an owner alongside Fred Wilpon, Hal Steinbrenner, uh, John Henry, et cetera. It's like, wow, that's really real. Hmm. That shortstop is an owner. And so that, that, was, that was interesting. Yeah, it's a, a different view in, in just a, a few short years for, for Derek Jeter. A, a different uh, attitude, I suppose, as well, that goes along with Maybe being the in, the, in the small club. Yeah, uh, Andy yeah, Martino, it's always a pleasure, sir. We appreciate you coming on. All right, guys. See ya. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.